This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Barker Morrissey Construction and Power Women Investing. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for your further listening pleasure. Direct from the golf course and onto your radio, this is... Hello, everybody. The Fred and Jeff Show. Good morning, everybody. This is the Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred Ronstadt, and I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Tucson. And we are celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and culture that make living in Tucson and Southern Arizona so gosh darn wonderful. That is exactly right, Fred. And we invite people to visit us at fredandjeff.com, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and even subscribe to this tome of wisdom and entertainment on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. And, Jeffrey? Podcast Addict. You will get that name right. Podcast Addict. One day I say get... it silly like that just for you, little Freddie. No, I think you say it like that because you have a, a challenge speaking. Oh, really? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna find out today who has yeah. a better vocabulary than the other. Well, do you have your twenty bucks ready to pay me? <laughs> as soon as you give me the twenty bucks, you owe me. Oh no, you owe me like fifty bucks because I brought the ukulele in and you did not. And I played a song for you. That didn't. That didn't that was <laughs> there was the, no time frame on that. There was no part of the bet. You know, my attorney has bet. told me. Your attorney is my attorney. It, that's he, not true. He already said pay, pay him, Jeff, pay him 20 Well, I had to pay him his fee first, so no. you'll get it later. All right, fine. So last night, brilliant, the most brilliant thing ever uh, in the history of mankind. Oh, boy. Here Jell-O we go. wrestling on 4th Avenue. Oh, was that last night? That was last night. Southern Arizona AIDS Foundation uh, put on their 29th annual. Uh, Jello, Fe- Jello, Jello Fest, and it was the first time on Fourth Avenue, and it was it was just uh, in a word, brilliant, awesome. And Fred, who did you wrestle this year? I didn't wrestle anybody. I actually, I actually was having a lot of fun. I was taking pictures. Oh, you are about, such a wiener! I took about four hundred pictures, and uh, about three of them turned out okay. But <laughs> you were such a weenie. No, they were. You were supposed to wrestle again. No, no, what next happened? year. Next year we're wrestling. Next year wrestling. Next year we are wrestling. Well, actually, we? you are wrestling because uh, I believe uh, Monique Valerie already committed you to to wrestling next year. Oh, I, as long as I get to pick who I wrestle against, I'm in. Well, they'll find some kind of tatted up uh, biker chick like they did for me. I'm in. Okay, I'm in. Perfect. I'm in, Fred. Perfect. Perfect. So uh, that was last night. Uh, the International Film Festival. Wait, here. did you say tatted up biker chick? Yeah, remember? Oh, let me hold on. I thought you said something else. <laughs> Remember, I was supposed to, to I was supposed to uh, wrestle Carmel. Yes, and, and at the last minute, Carmel got a sniffle or something. She had a family. So they decided to, to put Frankenstein's Bride in there with no, you. Or no, 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 whatever very, that lovely very, gal's name was. Very lovely woman named Heather Moroso, who is actually a merchant on Fourth Avenue. No way. She is a uh, naturopath physician. So after she put you in a pretzel lock, she fixed you up. Oh, she took care of me. Yeah. So yeah, she, she, she put me down. So I'll wrestle her. You may not want to, because, uh, dude, Fred. I, here's she, the only way to prove that I'm better at you at all things. <laughs> you have to have the same competition. Same competition. Okay. So she beat you. Yeah. I beat her. I'm better than you. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> that's that. You know, that's like saying, you know. Uh, whoever wins the NCAA basketball tournament is the best basketball team that year. Yeah, but the, but, <laughs> but at some point, <laughs> no. So, so just say like you know, uh, Duke beats somebody and we beat Duke, and but Duke loses to 
or wins something. It's like it's a convoluted argument that, that doesn't hold water. No, that's not true. It's not true. So, for instance. <laughs> okay. No, I, I understand your argument, but the point is, is when you have very little to reference, you know, that that's all you got to go with. I beat her. You lost to her. I must be better than you. Yeah, well, I... And, dude, I, I don't think you want to get in the jello pit with me to wrestle. Oh, I've but I have moves and experience. <laughs> you you're, you would be face down so fast it wouldn't be funny. 6'1", this, this large like guy right here... in 30 seconds, you would be, help! <laughs> mother, probably, mother, uncle. Probably because you wouldn't have taken a shower for a week or something and you've been smelling no, no, me no, out. No, 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 So we got a great show for you folks today, and we're glad that you just enjoyed that little diatribe. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what that word means, Fred? It means uh, a, a tribe on a diet. <laughs> so uh, there's a ton of stuff going on in Tucson today. What's what yeah. do you what do you know? Oh, by the way, Zumba Master, Zumba Master alert. Oh, is he coming on? No, he's not coming. Well, he, you know, we could get Lazlo to come on, but the uh, the spring series starts pops, next week. Pops is happening, and uh, Symphonic Winds too, right? I, well, all I know is about the pops. I got the email for the pops. Yeah, but some, oh, Symphonic Winds I think is more deeper into the summer. Potential, yes. But the Pops, every Sunday for several Sundays in a row, over at the Demeester Performance Center at Reed Park, or Randolph Park, or what? what is it called nowadays? It's Isn't it still Reed Park? Oh, it's Reed Park. Used to be Randolph Park. Formerly known as. Used to be a, uh, a landfill. Speaking of be, formerly uh, known as, uh, moment of silence for Prince. Okay, we're done. You know what? Yeah. Larry and I went to the Pirates game at uh, Chase Field yeah. on Friday night. Uh-huh. Pirates won, by the way. And uh, afterwards, they did a fireworks tribute to Prince. Very nice. Purple fireworks. Very nice. Playing Purple Rain. Very nice. I was bummed they didn't play Nikki, but that probably would have been a little bit too uh, risque at a baseball yeah. game. Yeah. But it was still- At a family event. At a family event, yes. But the Pirates did win. <clears throat> Thank you. Is that what, once this season? Yeah, they lost yesterday, but they should win again today. <laughs> so I'm feeling good about our chances. It's <laughs> the Cubs year? that are bumming me out. No, you're, you got Pirates have an awesome chance for next year. No, this year, Fred. Next year. You know, for a guy that's not really a sports fan, yeah. you I, really talk a lot of trash. See, this is it. I love You couldn't it. name another NC2A basketball team that potentially beat Duke. Uh, Kentucky. <laughs> okay. Come on. Let's get the show going. This is an hour show. We got a lot of guests today. Do we still have do we still have a uh, a sponsor for the community calendar? We do we need one? I thought we had one. Who is it? Tucson Happenings. TucsonHappenings.com. So this uh, portion of Friend Jeff Show is brought to you by TucsonHappenings.com. If you want to know what's going on in Tucson, and Go to TucsonHappenings.com. Yeah, see, we, we only fill your your uh, your airspace at one hour a week. TucsonHappenings.com is 24-7, 20, 365 days a year. So what's going on? I don't know. You, you don't have your whole list of all the items that are happening on 4th Avenue? Well, I do, but I was waiting for you because typically you go online. You, you First thing you do when we come to the studio yes. is you, you ask our lovely producer, hey, what's the password to Wi-Fi? And then you start you look up Tucson Happenings, and then you start reading. This is all not true. <laughs> did I did I ask you for the password for Wi-Fi today, Ray? Yeah, thank you. Okay, no, I did so not. you saved it from last week. No, it, my, my tablet automatically keeps it from a year ago. There you go. So you're you're living on old times there, buddy. I live today. <laughs> Here you today go. Today at the live theater workshop, okay, Jack just of the Beanstalk, twelve thirty. If if you guys are trying to learn to read at home, just pull today. up pull up TucsonEpines dot com and you can read along with Jeff. <laughs> no, I skip all over the place. All right. How I survived the gay rights movement 
as a trans person of color with J. Mass III. That's happening at the Joel D. Valencia Library Val- today, at no, 1 o'clock. G- G- Joel D. Valdez. Joel D. Valdez Main Library. Yeah, it's not the Valencia Library. That's a whole other- Did I say Valencia Library? Yeah, and there's a, there is a Valencia Library. So you you, can you be- know my mind is on the oranges. Okay. Spring Collection. Spring Collection. Presented by the University of Arizona Dance. The 15-16 season is cracking along. And go down to the Stevie Eller Dance Theater today at 1.30 to get yourself some some uh, culture. You know, that dance studio is is gorgeous. It is It's really a wonderful nice. facility. 1737 East University. It is absolutely gorgeous. Sunday in the Garden Concert Series is happening at Tohono Chul Park. That starts at 1.30. goes till 3 today. Latin music, no host bar, good times. Get yourself some uh, vittles at the Garden Bistro at Tohono Chul. Matter of fact, I think we've got uh, two gift certificates for free for lunches or dinners for Mr. Hardenbachin. Yeah, Hardenbachin. I don't know. It's not Orville Redenbach, Fred. It's Jason and Kendall Hardenbach. I was going to say just Justin Hardenbachin. Oh, good lord! Sorry, Jason. If you know, if you want to rescind the offer, I, I totally understand. No, you know, I just saw him at uh, Davis the DM fifty. Yeah, he event. also. Runs the flight grill at at uh, the Pima Air and Space Museum. Oh yeah, they had so the DM50 had an event out there. Thousand people and they, thousand and, people. And That's he, wonderful. He catered it and it was oh wow. That's awesome. I mean, it was cool listening to Martha McSally and then uh, all the all the uh, retired Air Force guys who were who were talking about the future, the past, the the present. But the food was phenomenal. Thornton Wilder, Thornton Wilder's the bridge of San Luis Rey is going to be performed today at the Rogue Theater, also on University. A lot of stuff going on down by the main gate. And anyhow, folks, there's so much stuff. Oh, the Sons of Orpheus 25th Annual Spring Concert happening at St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church. That goes on at 3 o'clock. And if you haven't heard the Sons of Orpheus, they're a treat. I, okay, I'm just rummaging, treat. I'm rummaging through drawers over here. And, and of course, the 105th Annual Pima County Fair. Fred, have you been oh, to the fair? Yes, we went to the fair last week. It was we saw the chickens. Brilliant. And you saw who? Chickens and goats. Oh. And I you know, I love bacon, but I have never been in the presence of a full grown bacon like, pig. Swine. <laughs> it's it's massive. Well, you're talking about the four H kids making those feeding oh, up those pigs. Oh yeah. Those are the pigs you want because they're 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 raised on love. Yeah. And all the good stuff. Yeah, county you fair. want you can get your hands and help out one of those kids. You can get your hands on one of those little porkies. They're delicious. Now here here's important important safety important safety tip. tip. So we now were, try to try to say that three times fast, Fred. Important safety tip. Important safety tip. How come you couldn't say it right the first time? Because I was looking at something. I don't know. <laughs> I can't multitask. So we, there's also a bluegrass music jam no, session th- today. This is important. <laughs> okay, because let's hear it. People, is this as important as the ninth annual poetry? Message Pot Project at the Tucson Clay Co-op on Dodge? Yes. Is it as important as that that's happening today at 530? It's more important. because you can. How about, is very... it as important as the Ronstadt's Generations playing tonight at Monterey Court on Miracle Mile? Yes, it's more nine? important than that. I'm letting Michael know you because said Because these are, these are, this is a life choice decision. <gasps> is it as important as Chicago? Broadway and Tucson presents Chicago? Or An Evening with Graham Nash? It's more. Graham Nash is a rock and roll Hall of Famer, and he's 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 playing tonight at the Fox. More important than all those things. Fred. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, wait. It can't be as important as Reggae Sunday, man. 
at the Chicago bar. Irie, Irie. Go ahead. What is as important as? It's more important. Getting the look, the stink eye, the Fred stink eye. No, because people need to understand. Because, you know, it's like when you buy your kids. Ladies and gentlemen, moment of silence. A cute chicky for for Easter. This is family lore. No. So. Never buy your sons bunny rabbits for Easter. Yeah, that's a different. That's a different show. (laughs) That's That's our. That's our therapy show. (laughs) (laughs) No. So. Our cousins. You know, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the Friend Jeff Show. We got to take a quick break right Our now. Our cousins Pat and Tammy bought <laughs> wonderful little pygmy goats. Yes, and they're all males. Little pooper pygmy goats. Yeah. So, and they're very cool. And and uh, you know, if you, really, if, have you had a conversation with them? Yes, I have. Yes, Fred hanging out with the goats. Yeah, they were talking about how uh, you know hanging out on the beach. What? And, yeah, they're they're cool goats. I'm sorry, I you digress. They, they can surf. Okay. okay, here's the important here's the important safety point. Because remember, we started way back at the fair with the 4-H piggies. Yeah. And now we're at Pat and Tammy's no, we're, goats. But we're Pat and Tammy's because, you know, these goats are really cool. Mm-hmm. They're little pygmy goats. Mm-hmm. And the notion of having fresh goat milk and making your own goat cheese at home, having a couple goats, you know, is very cool. Now, is this what Pat and Tammy are doing with those goats? No. But I'm getting to <laughs> I'm getting to the Pima County Fair. Oh, so, uh, this is a long. Remember earlier we were talking with Matt about our friend, about a friend of the show, Rob Lemaster, who goes down rabbit holes yeah, and stays well, this, down this there for is a while. Important rabbit hole, dude. You're down there with the Mad Hatter. <laughs> okay, you're so, having a tea party right now, no, my it's, friend. It's you go to the Pima County Fair and you get to learn things learn. about animal husbandry. So education. Yes. So we, you know, we thought let's have a couple goats. We can have fresh goat milk and be cool. Wait, who's we? Charlotte and I. Oh. So so we. Why don't we you go, just? Get to the heart of the matter. Okay, so we go to the the fair, <laughs> yes, and we start talking to some uh, family knowledgeable goat people that have a goat farm. They have they you know have produce milk and cheese and everything else. They have and a whole farm. Yes, and we were talking not there, but they brought some of their animals. Okay, and so the guy was sitting there milking the goat, and we were like, "Oh, that's cool." And we were thinking about having uh, a dairy goat at the house, and and he was like, "Well, this is the deal." They have to be pregnant, so you're going to be producing goats. And then once they're pregnant, once they have the goat, you milk them twice a day for six months. And we're like, oh, that's an important thing to know because we don't want to do that. We like Greek food. Yeah, we like going to <laughs> the store and getting our goat milk right, now. And our right. goat yogurt and our yes, goat cheese. forget it. Yeah, we're not, we're not buying a goat. So what on God's earth? What? Why would you? You know, Tiana wants chickens. Chickens are great because I can eat eggs until they come out of my ears. Okay, but okay, we got to take a break. All right, but seriously, you want goats? We want chickens. Let's call the whole thing off. No, we are we're we're getting chickens. Oh, it's, you are. It's a done thing. Okay, we're we coming to your chickens house. Chickens until the coyotes came, and now now, now we're we, talking about now we're talking about urban food sources, right? Yeah. Now now we have a little chicken Fort Knox <laughs> where, where the uh, coyotes cannot enter. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, we got to take a break. If you're still with us, thank you. Because we got a great show, and we'll be right back with more here on The Friend Jeff Show. This bit of The Friend Jeff Show is brought to you by Unicom Graphics, Steel Door, and Sleeping Frog Farms. This is the Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred Ronstadt here with my little brother Jeffrey. Hola, Shukshon. And we are celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and culture. Yes. 
and culture. There's a lot of culture on today's show. They make living in Tucson. You're so eating yogurt. So much better. Yes. Or, what, what's our tagline anymore? The people, places, events, and history that make Tucson and Southern Arizona a great place to live. Okay. That doesn't sound right, but okay, I'll go with the, it. The events, people play. So Wait, here's here is here is a fun fact. Yes, fun fact number one from Fred. Ladies and gentlemen, I would just like to say it's the last Sunday in April, and we're getting fun fact number one for 2016 from Fred. Is it the last Sunday? Oh, May 1st is next Sunday, right? Yes, sir. And then a week after that, the Centurion Party. Oh. Comic-Con coming downtown Are Tucson. we giving tickets away for that? You know, we already did give tickets away for that. Remember two weeks ago with who, Joe Dewey? Had who Joe got Dewey those tickets? What's that? Who got those tickets? You. No, I didn't. Well, someone won them. Well, I need to talk to you after the show about that. Well, you have to remember who won them. All right, so here's fun fact. I expect you to buy tickets this year. Fu- <laughs> buy tickets. What is you, with you and, like, buying tickets? It's We're supporting the local charities. You buy the ticket, Fred. You support Arizona Theater Company. You go for free. You're not supporting them. Yeah, there's other ways to support people aside from writing a check. It's time, talents, and treasure. Yes. So time and talent count just and as much as And what time treasure. and talent are you bringing to the table for the Arizona Theater Company? Um, they love me there. Fun fact number two. No, fun so fact. Because that's clearly fun, fun fact, fact number one. Fun fact number one. Yes. Is on the show today. Yes. Is the guy who actually is responsible for this stupid show. He's responsible? Yes. I would say that the impetus of this show. I would say 80% of the show we can blame for Matt to Matt Russell. All right, I'll go with that. <laughs> now, but but here's the funny part about our show. We're kind yeah. of two laid-back Mexicans, local guys. Yeah. Pioneer family. Yeah. You know, we self-identify as, as mesquite and Palo Verde trees. And then you bring Matt on. Yeah. Hello, Matt. Oh, uh, see, he's, I, uh, he's lot, man. trying to keep the little energy leveled down a bit. You know, there's there's so much to talk about. I mean, I, first of all, let me say the fact that that my radio show was the was the the um, genesis, the genesis the, of the, the friendship genesis, show. That yes. is that that ascends to the top of my CV to say that I had something to do <laughs> with this show and all that you bring to your audience to blame it all on little old me. Thanks, I'm touched. <laughs> I warned your board operator, by the way. I'm now standing 10 feet away well, from the microphone. Well, just you know, she is your, now your bar, board she operator. She is my board operator. Because That's right. One of the reasons, I mean, we love you, Matt. Thank and, you. Right and, back at you, little Freddie. And I don't huh? think, we, talk, we talk what about you. It? He's talking to me, Jeff. Okay, go I, mean, ahead. I, I this can't is swivel, the I can't swivel this chair fast enough <laughs> to keep up with you guys. Uh-huh. Go ahead. But now, but I now did you... notice you chuckling at my jokes earlier. Yes, of course. I'm a, I'm a paid chuckler. So I, you, you can take me in, on the road. In this show, Fred is uh, Abbott and I'm Costello. <laughs> <laughs> so That was almost as good as your Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll not go down there. So, but but uh, so Matt is now a brethren on 104.1. Yeah, I am, and I'm really excited to be here. You know, I've been hosting a food and beverage radio show here, and talk about what a great uh, sort of alignment here because you guys celebrate the people, places, events, history, and culture that make Tucson such a great place. Let me say that the local food and beverage uh, community is part of the hallmark uh, of what makes this town so special. So, Matt, you're right. Uh, it really is. We should have more local food and beverage folks on our show. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, especially Dennis Arnold. Yeah. He gives us beer. He well, well, we beer. did have Dennis. He gave us that chocolate mocha stout. Oh, the, that was tasty. The tasty. mocha yeah. java. We Java's. clearly, clearly stay away from the, 
the restaurants and because oh, we know you do such a great job. I with appreciate them. that. Yeah, I, I have the honor to broadcast sh- uh, my show live every Saturday at five o'clock right here on 104.1 KQTH. I've been on the air for about seven years, but I recently moved the show over uh, to KQTH, and I am ecstatic. We've had such a warm response by the Scripps family here, uh, and to say that I am now in the Ronstadt family, sort of uh, indirectly, <laughs> right? Does that work? You're an honorary, an honorary Ronstadtian. So you see how that works? Uh, but anyway, it's it's all it's a pleasure. Anyway, On the Menu Live is what I love to do every Saturday at 5 o'clock, and I'm honored to be here today. No, we love having you. Seriously. Yeah, because, I mean, you've had us on your show hundreds of times. And, hundreds of times. And we've never uh, reciprocated. Hundreds so. of times? It was a, it's been a long time. And, and to make sure that your audience understands, uh, the reason this all intersected is because when I was on another station uh, years ago. You can talk about that station because it's uh, gone it's, now. It probably doesn't the jolt exist is anymore. Gone. The jolt is dead air. Yeah. Hashtag. Sadly. <laughs> uh, but I will say. Uh, Wait a second. Wait, time out. It might very well be dead air. Time out. The yeah. jolt is gone. Yes. Your last station is gone. It's on the, well, it's on no. the internet now. It's oh, it's on, on the, the internet. internet. Okay, but it's not on the airwaves. Free on, it's not on a terrestrial radio, as we call it. Uh-oh, Fred. Uh, right? So, uh-oh. Matt could this be. This is what happens. <laughs> if you want to go out of business, <laughs> no, start a radio station you, and hire Matt Russell. We're just teasing you, Matt. Uh, anyway. I got to no. tell you, because your show, because so a lot of people come up to us, yeah. at least two, yeah. and say, you know what, thanks a lot. I didn't know all this stuff was going on in Tucson. Yeah. And, and we're happy to talk about people that are doing great things to make Tucson a great city. You are out there telling people about all these cool new places to go and eat, have a little bit of a cocktail, the nightlife, maybe a good cigar to smoke. Absolutely. Big parties. Big Absolutely. parties. I mean, it's fabulous. You're gonna, you're having me and my crew on for the Southern Arizona Smoking Showdown. The entire show on May the 28th is yeah. going to be dedicated to that event, which of course raises money for Steel. Steel Children's, uh, Children's Research. Research. Yeah. And, uh, and we're going to be uh, broadcasting live from the Catalina Barbecue Company up at the JW Marriott Star Pass Resort. And that's the beauty of my show is, is we actually get to broadcast live from a different restaurant, from a different bar every Saturday. So when you're listening, you sort of have that, that feel, that understanding you feel you're right there uh, sitting up at the bar with us. And so we, that's, no, not a, that's not a soundtrack not a of soundtrack. plates dropping no. and people, you know, doing whatever no, they're doing? The, that's the real stuff. For example, yesterday we were live from the new restaurant, The Horseshoe Grill, on Broadway and Pantano. Had a great time there. Uh, and uh, it, it really is. Look, it's the most delicious hour on radio and the hottest <laughs> in culinary and cocktail talk, for the record. I like that. Uh, but uh, but you, know, you're a, you also have a side job. I, I actually do have a day job. Yeah, you're yes. like a uh, barbecue uh, uh, judge, uh, I, yeah, internationally I, renowned barbecue absolutely, judge. Absolutely, yeah. So I do a lot of food and cocktail judging, not only here but nationally. The big granddaddy of event of them all is the nation's largest barbecue rib competition in Sparks, Nevada. I go up every Labor Day weekend, and this is the best of the best. Uh, having 24 competitors uh, serve me their ribs, uh, it's the highlight of my year. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But then you have another day job. I do. How many day jobs do I have? Well, I don't know how many senior. days are there in a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, got... I actually do have a job that pays the bills. Right. Amazing. Right. So I run Russell Public Communications, which is a public relations and public affairs firm based here in Tucson. We also have an office in Washington, D.C., and we're honored to work with uh, clients all over the map here in Tucson as well as national. Awesome. A lot Good of fun. job, yeah. Matt. Yeah. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up, uh, so it has anything to do with great food, Great cocktails, great cigars. Count me in. That that's beautiful. Yeah. Because we are still trying to figure it out too. Yeah. We just know we like hanging out with good people. <laughs> well, so. well, I'm glad to be the exception. <laughs> <laughs> not true, not true. All right, Matt. Well, thanks so much. Good luck on and the on the Matt's show. Be hanging out for the rest of the show, and we got uh, some fun guests coming up. So stick around. This is the Friend Jeff Show. This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Barker Morrissey Contracting, Ronstadt Insurance, 
in Casa de la Luz Hospice. Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred Ronstadt. I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Shukshon. And we're celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and the culture that make living in Tucson and Southern Arizona so gosh darn wonderful. Correct. And we invite people to visit us at fredandjeff.com, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and even subscribe to this tome of wisdom and entertainment on iTunes and TuneIn Radio and Podcast Addict. Right. And one of our favorite things that happens here in the Old Pueblo. Right now. This time Right now is the Arizona Arizona International Film Festival. And it's running all the way through May 1st. Folks, Uh, you got to get out. To see some of the amazing movies oh, yeah. that are happening. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's it's uh, next Sunday uh, live, we'll be announcing the best of the fest. Sweet. So uh, Mia uh, Schneibel will be here and, and we'll be uh, announcing the the, uh, the winners. And then that Sunday, you can actually see all of the films that uh, were, were judged the best of the festival. But right now, we're sitting in studio with uh, someone who's... First time. What? What? Go ahead, Fred. Keep going. With someone who has made a movie for the first time. Right. Um, and it's being shown today at three. It's called Indivisible. Her name is Hel- Hillary Linder. Uh, Hillary, welcome. Thank you so much Hillary, for having me Hillary, it's a running gag on the show that Fred always mispronounces someone's name. Did I miss So initially, no, no you, you didn't, did but initially when I thought, and, and we're sitting here with someone, I thought, oh, he's going to screw up her name. But no. you done good, bro. Uh, you did well. Yeah, so uh, I actually met Hillary the other night at the festival. Um, and uh, this is your first film. Yes, it's my first documentary. It's called Indivisible, and it's a film about the fight to reunite families separated by deportation. It's about three undocumented young adults whose families were deported and their fight to see them again. And we're really thrilled to be here in Arizona. We filmed some of the most powerful scenes in the documentary right here at the border in Nogales. Um, and so it's special for us to be bringing these stories back to Arizona. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, how long have you been doing this? You- <sighs> So the film took three years from start to finish. Wow. Yeah, and this is our fourth film festival. And the Arizona International Film Festival has been so great. It's wonderful to filmmakers, um, has given me a lot of opportunities, set me up with some community screenings at Pueblo um, High School and also the University of Arizona. So we've had some great um, screenings with students. Yeah, that's one of the cool things about the festival that people don't realize is that a lot of the directors, producers, actors go out into the community. It's not just about going watching great films at the screen room every single night for two weeks but there's also an opportunity for the people who have created these pieces to engage the community yeah absolutely we have screened it for 400 high schoolers at pueblo high school and they were awesome they um paid attention they had really thoughtful questions afterwards there were definitely some budding filmmakers in the audience and people that really cared about um the topic of immigration so really great experience so it's very cool budding filmmakers this is your first film how did you become a budding filmmaker absolutely well, so she's my... not a budding filmmaker anymore you're now a filmmaker well thank you thank you <laughs> yes um my background is in humanitarian crisis response and i spent years responding to refugee crises overseas but always knew we had an immigration crisis right here in the united states and decided i wanted to show it i got frustrated with the way the media was representing immigrants as numbers and statistics and not humans. So I wanted to humanize the topic, and that's what this film is. And it's an important time to being in a, an election year. So I hope people will come out and watch it and really get to experience the human side of immigration in the United States. 
Perfect. Very so yeah, very good. your film screens today at 3 at the Screening Room on Congress. Yes, 3 p.m. And it's and, small, so folks, if you want to see it, and, get there early. And the, 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 the I mean, the venue packs out quickly for every every single thing I've been to, and I've been to a lot of them, they're full. Mm-hmm. So get there early. Um, and, uh, and the thanks. Screening Room is a great place to watch a movie. Yeah. So, yeah, you definitely want to go. And so, I'm, Hillary, you're going to be there. Yes, I'll be there to answer questions afterwards so we can talk about how we made the film, talk about the topic some more. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be bringing back some more culture from the old Pueblo. I don't know what's wrong with you. Oh, you make me laugh. Oh. You make me laugh. Good. For 51 years, what, you've done clown? nothing but made me laugh. I make you laugh? I'm a yeah. Clown? yeah, you do. What's wrong with you? Yeah. All right, folks, we'll be right back with more here on The Fred and Jeff Show. I guess I should know by the way you popped your car sideways at a This portion of the Fred and Jeff show is brought to you by Anthony's Cigar Emporium, Power Women Investing, and Mayfield Florist. Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff show. This is Fred and Jeff show. This is Fred Ronson. I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Shukshon. We are celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and culture. The big living in Tucson, Southern Arizona. So gosh darn wonderful. That's exactly right, Fred. And we uh, have with us, uh, you know, Jeff ditches me a lot of times, Matt. And so we've been bringing on people to, you know, to audition co-hosts. <laughs> so Matt Russell, who has On Menu Live, new program here on, uh, well, not new program, but new to 104.1. Right. Uh, he's on uh, Saturdays at 4? Uh, uh, Saturdays at 5 now. Five, I'm in the coveted minutes. happy hour slot every Saturday at 5 Excellent. p.m. Yeah. Excellent. So, Matt, one of the things that, uh, you know, we get to do, and you don't because of the, you know, the, the things that we, we talk about, respectively, is have cool musicians yeah, awesome. on the show. <laughs> yeah. So with us right now is uh, Ted Ramirez, who is, I guess, the founder, one of the, the, the health studs from... The Santa Cruz River Band. Yeah, the founder. The <laughs> founder. Founder. Well, you just go right to the top, guys. Oh, no, that's right. Well, yeah. the Santa yeah. Cruz River Band started in um, the mid-80s here in Tucson. Uh, it was a little group I put together to kind of um, bring to the forefront some of the uh, historical nex- connections between uh, the history and the culture and music. And so it went through various iterations of musicians and but most people know it as the touring version of the Santa Cruz River Band, which involved uh, Mike Ronstadt, uh, one of your cousins. One of our many cousins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and a great guitar, friend. Travel. A uh, great person. And uh, the legendary Gil Brown, uh, one of the finest musicians of the Southwest, there's no doubt. Extremely talented, multifaceted musician, a very powerful uh, ranger and composer as well, and the legendary Arthur Michioni, who was a Brooklyn-born uh, bassist, guitarist, songwriter, one of the funniest human beings on the planet. Um, Ted, have we lost these guys? Yeah. Well, no, Arthur, unfortunately, <laughs> we have. Um, Mike is doing very well. He's uh, touring mostly with his sons now. No, no, I mean the last two guys that you that you said were legendary. 
Have those guys passed away? No, or no, no. You're they're just you owe money, just, and that's just, why you're giving them this moniker. <laughs> <laughs> well, that may be the case too. But, uh, we don't, we because don't. whenever Fred's trying to impress somebody, he says, "Now we have the iconic Ted Ramirez." <laughs> Give me, you know. <laughs> well, well, I say that because they're, you know, it's funny how it is, you know, in in any business really, but especially in the in the arts. A lot of times artists from the region aren't quite as understood or celebrated as they may be in other places of the country, other places of the world. And um, so I always feel a little compelled when I'm in, in the Southwest to talk about them a little bit more because you may know Mike personally, you may know Gil personally or, or Arthur. And, you know, when you know somebody very well, you can just call them up, go over to their house and visit with them. You, you tend to think of them more as uh, just your friend rather than their um dedication to their work to their discipline and um, these guys were a very special group of musicians there's no doubt about it and they have a lineage that's very special Um, we probably won't really understand it until maybe after we're all gone and people have a chance to isn't that a shame and look at it all and say oh yeah. man you know this is this is what happened here we, we, it seems like we it's we, we don't always give the people that deserve the the respect that respect until they're gone like you know we just lost prince and i say we meaning yeah. humanity right. we just lost prince and at his death all of a sudden everyone in the world she's like wow this guy was an amazing artist yeah it's then when but you the day before it. no everyone's like prince hey whatever he's crazy so it's it's yeah, it's sad how we have to lose these well, folks before I, I we really it's, i think it's natural really because we're engaged in life and it's part of life and and we have a tendency to move through it pretty quick um, but because of that, I try to, you know, slow things down just a little bit when it comes to that band. Um, uh, the Santa Cruz River Band was really a wonderful representative, not just here in the Southwest to the essence of the Southwest, but it was it was a, a very good representative all over the world. And we have some of our largest fan bases really <laughs> are very far from here. Um, when you so when you go outside well, of but you know, uh, Ted. You may not be this anymore, but he was the official troubadour. Oh, I still am. Still, still am. am yeah. <laughs> and, and when you leave the old Pueblo and you mm-hmm. go play, what's one of the songs that you play that typifies your feelings of of Tucson or the Southwest? Well, there's there's many. You know, I give pretty much a cross section of the musical influences that I've experienced in my life. You know, so I try to connect them. Um, through historical stories or personal views, my personal perceptions of the Southwest. Uh, you know, it extends far beyond just the musical realm. You know, we 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 uh, tried to discuss, um, you know, the same kind of things you would discuss around the kitchen table. You know, you guys were talking about immigration and and all that, and you know, people people from not only here in the United in, in the United States but all over the world have kind of um, a different uh, perspective than people who lived through it here in the Southwest. You know, for example, my family was very uh, interested in, in preserving Southwest history. So we got, you know, every afternoon my grandmother would sit us down and we'd talk about, you know, things that our great-grandfathers, great-grandmothers had done. And we knew the whole story of Arizona before we went to school. And we oh, knew that's it, cool. And we knew it in English and Spanish. So when we went to school, and that was kind of a, you know, a special situation in some ways, but it was it was also a typical situation. A lot of people knew this story, 
So when we went to school, uh, elementary school, and we started taking, you know, American history, uh, we we walked away from the class thinking, well, you know, yeah, that's part of the story, but you know, they <laughs> didn't, they didn't tell the whole story, right? right. Fully expecting at some point to hear it, and you know, years go by and you realize they don't know the story. You know, I took Southwestern history classes at Pima College where I would raise my hand, and uh, and mention something, and my instructor was very good. Uh, would say, "How do you know that?" You know, and my answer, you know, I felt uh, silly almost to say it, but I'd say, "Well, I heard it from my grandmother." You know? Sure. And uh, and now, you know, there is scholarly work to back a lot of those things up, and and we have uh, begun begun to understand. The story quite a bit uh, more in depth but still there's big huge gaps and you know we all sit around the campfire but we see it from a different perspective um, so you know I remember as in, in my home when I was a kid uh, you know many moons ago yeah that snow on top doesn't <laughs> to give you away right <laughs> no it, it's just the latest fad that's all <laughs> but uh, no, you know, we, you know, my family would, it was very diverse background, you know, some were very conservative, some were very liberal, uh, and there would be these wonderful conversations, you know, about art and music and politics around, as there are probably in every family, you know, around uh, the kitchen table, and, you know, back then I remember, you know, some of the more sensible ones saying, hey, if you want to, if you want to stop, uh, you know, the the problem of, of having workers come from Mexico and start working in, in plants here in the United States or in agriculture, whatever it is, in construction or whatever, you know, there's, I could end it today. You know, it won't cost anything. It won't take any time whatsoever. You just go and, you know, you lay a $10,000 fine or whatever, nebulous number you want to pick on the person that employs them, and the problem is gone. But that's, that never happens. So, you know, you start to, the conversation from there goes from the solution to, you know, all the other things that we discussed today. We kind of missed the point. Things are in place um, because they're beneficial. They're beneficial to a lot of people. And people from Mexico or anybody else who's in that position of, you know, um, you know being in a labor force or or in a position not of being able to control the, the system, um, they have very political, very small amounts of political power. So their voice really is pretty easy to uh, diminish even further, if you'd like. But, but that you know, voice is carried through, going back to you know the, the campfire and telling stories and making mm -hmm. sure that, that those things are not forgotten and not right. put laid aside. Well, and exactly. one of the ways that we've done that over generations is put them to music. Yeah. Because if we, if, you know, if our, if our forefathers create a song that is sung over and over and over and over and over, like I remember having Big Jim Griffiths on the show talking about the horse race oh, on, yeah. you know, it, that, that was a, a song about a horse race that happened a hundred and some years ago. And we still sing about it today. You know which song I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, there's, you know, and that's that's the beauty of, I, th I think, the arts in general. You know, this young lady who's uh, venturing into filmmaking and telling those stories. And the thing that really caught my attention, I didn't hear very much of it, but was that young Mexican-American students, uh, Chicano students, whatever 
you know, terminology you want to use, people from uh, Spanish or Mexican or indigenous descent being involved in telling their stories through music and art uh, is a very important thing it because is. a lot of times that's where you get to the essence of of the real story. Um, you know, the scholarly works a lot of times are are uh, restricted in many ways by giving you a, a broader sense of the of the situation. Do you have a song that you could play for us that might <laughs> tip that might you know demonstrate that to our listeners? No. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's many. You know, I mean. The one probably that amazes me the most that it's even played anymore, or was ever played, uh, is a song called My Beloved Tucson. Which is, yeah, I love that song. This this tune was, uh, it was created because um, my involvement with the, uh, with the city of Tucson and various culture preservation groups uh, way back. Uh, Seal Peterson was a big, uh, big force in, in the creation of this song, um, Tucson was putting together what they called Tucson's birthday celebration, which was a great idea. It was it was an idea to try to expand newcomers' uh, awareness of the history and culture of Tucson. And uh, so there were, you know, when you start to try to do something, you know, you always you know take a few missteps or you don't get everything right the first time. One of the things that that they got wrong. Um, was picking Tucson's birthday as the founding of Tucson by the Spanish uh, 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 government. Yeah. yeah, which happened in 1775. Well, people had lived in the valley of Chukchon for thousands of years before right. that, so we really don't know. It's more of a uh, an anniversary of the founding uh, in that sense. But I never gave anyone a hard time about it, although some people did, because the the main idea between behind it was still in place you know we that was one of the things that we learned so in order to accent that um, um, you know lack of of awareness you know of the indigenous influence of Tucson uh, I decided to write a song that was in three languages three primary languages of Tucson uh, O'odham Spanish and English and uh, the O'odham was was an kind of another personal um, idea and that was uh, to link my personal family history who, uh, which uh, involved uh, working with the O'odham they were, Sp- they were Spanish uh, linguists who came to uh, to this part but I, I don't want to get too deep into this it goes, in, it goes for a few hours at least yeah, we have uh, before, before you understand <laughs> uh, for the producer uh, just in the middle of the song if it goes too long just you can just dim it down or dim me down uh, this is this is kind of the melody anyway well you know what Ted let, let's do this real quick because I know it's it's a it's a healthy length of a song let's say goodbye to the to our audience I want to thank Ray Carroll's been listening he sent us a text hey thanks uh, Ray Supervisor Ray Carroll on his way out out the door uh, and we're going to finish the Hello, show. <laughs> we're going to finish the show with uh, Ted Ramirez singing uh, a song in three languages, uh, talking about Tucson. Called <laughs> "My Beloved Tucson." In the old. Na jewe ga kun yam se hasle 
Wag Tom Jed Chan, who get done? Oh, it was wood, ninch kid. He aunt massaki up a moo, chuk shahoned. It the old, no jewed guy, coon yab sit, has a live. Land of my people, the land that I love. From the mountain to the valley, this land is my home. I was born and I'll die here in my beloved Tucson. Land of my people. Feliz cumpleaños, querido Tucson, pueblito viejo en esta tierra del sol. Tienes mis raíces y mi corazón. Feliz cumpleaños. All right, Ted. That's Ted Ramirez, Santa wow. Cruz River Band. Says it all right My there. My beloved Tucson. And we should just make that our theme song, Jeff. Seriously. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. Ted, that was great. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, that was awesome. Well, thank you guys for having me here. I really appreciate it. And it could very great well have been with you. the first time you might have uh, played without a hat on. And this is history being made on the show. As a matter of fact, when you saw the headphones, you I actually thought that you were thinking about how can I get the headphones over my hat, and you realized that that wasn't possible. Yeah. So you had to remove your hat. So this is history being made it, on the Brett and Jeff show. It really it's is. Ted Ramirez yeah. playing without a hat. Yeah, the lyrics just fly out the top. I, I, I forget about 20 lyrics when I don't play with my hat. So so you, you play that song, Ted, beautifully. You wrote it. It's an amazing song. Is there another one that you like to play folks that don't live in Tucson, have never been to Tucson, that kind of gives the essence of the old Pueblo to them? Well, there's a, there's a song style and a, a type of music that I really love that is from, uh, it's truly an American style. It's called Wapango, and it's used all over Mexico, all over, all over what we call the Southwest. I'll give you a little taste of what it is. Soy un herrebundo que ando lejos de la tierra mía, lejos de la tierra mía. Soy un herrebundo que ando, ay la la la, ay la la la, ay la 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 la. Mi mamá me despertaba, yo me hacía desentendido para ver si me dejaba. Otro ratito contigo, ay la la la, ay la la la, ay la 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 na 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 na. 
This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Sleeping Frog Farms and Fred's Meditation Salon and Tequila Lounge. 